here we go. Time for open mic radio. Take a load off and enjoy the show. This is Open Mic Radio. All right, it's true. Hello and good day. Four o'clock Saturday afternoon, which means it is once again time for Open Mic Radio. We're going to get things moving with one from today's featured artist. In just a minute here, we'll hear something from the Reverend Freak Child. But we'll say thanks for listening and uh, come on back in just a couple minutes. This is All Across America. Back with you in just a few.
That's the way we start the show. I like it so much. All right. That's the Reverend Freak Child. That's all across America. And uh, great way to start the program. It's Open Mic Radio, Saturday, August 7th. Awesome weather for this summer weekend. I sure hope you're enjoying it out there. Lots happening this weekend. I'm so glad it's nice for it all. First Friday yesterday, as a matter of fact. Lots of fun and uh, music happening in and around town. The Black Pumas, uh, not to mention some of the other uh, great acts that were performing last night. But yeah, excellent stuff uh, yesterday and uh, in the evening. So hope you had a chance to enjoy some of that. Um, uh, yeah, okay, Open Mic Radio. We do this every Saturday afternoon from 4 o'clock until 6. Live music and interviews with some of Missouri's, and sometimes not Missouri's, finest musicians and bands. Today is the latter. Uh, my name is Mike Hagan. I'm joined once again by my partner, Kurt Kitson. And uh, Kurt's providing the bumper stuff and a little comic relief, as he always does. Anyhow, uh, we feature awesome local and regional music and sometimes music from across the country. Today we've got uh, a friend of ours at the station here from, uh, I guess, Colorado is where he sort of makes his home. But we'll find out a little bit more about the Reverend Freak Child in a little bit here. Of course, uh, uh, in order to play music uh, from people that uh, aren't that familiar with uh, others around this area i need to know who you are and uh so this is my sort of call to action all right if you want to if you want to appear on the radio program here and you want to play some of your own music or if you want like uh like maybe uh, to be featured here on the program sometime or you just want to stop down and say hi you know uh do it send me music contact me it's real easy you can come down here to kopn 915 east broadway we're high up in the dalton building and uh lovely downtown columbia missouri I'm e- I'm easy to get available. Uh, or I'm easy to get a hold of on the web. Uh, I have a website. It's mikehagan.com. Just go to mikehagan.com. You can send me a message there, or you can uh, call the station, or I think you can send messages over kopn.org. Uh, you can go to Twitter. You can go to Instagram. Okay, right? You get it. So, if you have music that you'd like to share, I would love really to hear it and to share it with other people. That's what we do, and I'm going to do that this afternoon as well. Okay. All right. Hope things are going well. For y'all out there, <clears throat> big thank you to uh, Carol. Uh, of course, doing Hepcat's Holiday 
2 to 4 every Saturday before this program. And uh, starting things off at noon, Morgan Matsiga with the wonderful Wonderland, <laughs> the Wonderland Jam. Wonderland. Motherland Jam. Wonderful music from across the continent of Africa. All right. Um, it is a wonderland. And you know what? After this program, uh, we have another couple of great shows coming up. Uh, reggae Party with the Yama. wonderful Rashumba coming up here at 6 o'clock until 8. And then 8, ele- uh, 8 o'clock until 11. Uh, Chris, great show, Blues on Broadway. And my guest this afternoon is actually going to be returning to the station for a sort of uh, encore uh series of songs i guess uh, with uh, with chris a little bit later so anyway okay i'm gonna get my act together here and play another one from our featured artist of today's program his name is the reverend freak child and uh this is an interesting cover of a song called personal jesus i'll call you back and you can call me here 573-443-8255 check in let me know what you did last night let me know what's happening tonight if you have things happening we want to know about it and we want to share it with other people so we'll take some phone calls and uh, we'll talk with the reverend freak child in just a little bit in the meantime time this is the reverend free child with personal jesus Someone who cares Yes, 
from Reverend Freak Child. That one's rocking out with some old Depeche Mode, I think, if I remember correctly on that one. But anyway, it's uh, Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Glad to be here with you this afternoon. Hope things are going well. Um, We've got uh, in the studio with me today, very proud and pleased to have him with me today. But uh, yeah, we've got a guest... um, in the studio, the Reverend Frank, uh, the Reverend Freak Child. I was. Uh, <laughs> you were about to say Reverend Frankenstein. I like you know, that. <laughs> I called. I called you. Re, I called you Reverend Freak Show last week. Freak Show's I, good. Yeah, I'll take it, man. I Reverend must, Love Child, well, whatever. I, yeah, I actually, uh, I actually looked. Uh, I saw on your website or whatever, and there's all kinds of different aliases yeah, that, that you actually perform. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway great to be here, man. Thanks for having me. The real man uh, in the studio himself here, uh, the Reverend Freak Child, and uh, he's in town and. Uh, for a couple of gigs, actually, I'm uh, going to play B-Side Records mm. uh, immediately after this program, right around six o'clock, mm. and uh, coming back to visit with Chris, who I guess you are friends with, or at least uh, acquaintances with over the yeah, years. For many years, coming by, uh, just uh, sleeping, slipping by in the middle of the night. <laughs> At sleeping in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. instead of sleeping, just driving through and then hitting uh, uh, Columbia. But yeah, it's great to be here on the show. Thanks so much for having me, man. You know, and it's uh, thanks for spinning the disc. You know, that uh, uh, personal Jesus. Yeah, if you lived through the '80s, it was hard not to hear that tune right i mean <laughs> right. and i kind of brought it back to the blues you know and then hugh pool uh, was playing harmonica on that he's got my blues guru back in new york i uh, record with him and what's, heavy, what's heavy the name cat. of your harmonica guy this guy hugh pool i call him really my blues guru you know he, he's a he's got his own studio there he's an amazing picker and an amazing human being sometimes i think he's an alien because he's just so super cool but um, <laughs> anyway and chris parker playing drums on that who's you know played with bob dylan and stuff and and wow uh, you know Anybody. I mean, it's just like, you know, I was talking to Chris one day and, and Stevie Wonder came up and he was like, oh, yeah, I did a gig with Stevie for the MLK Junior, you know, celebration in D.C. one time. Wow. I was like, dude, like, you're super humble. Like, he just never brags on anything, you know, but he's played with Dylan and he's played with John Hammond and uh, there's Joe Cocker. And- there's a guy who's a regular <clears throat> listener of this program and uh, and performs here as well. His name is Justin Hickerson. And he, mm. he calls in actually once in a while as well. He's on the road right now with a band called the Hootenhollers. Right um, but anyway, he's the biggest Bob Dylan fan that oh, I know. Yeah. And, and if he's listening to the show and he very well maybe he probably just about uh, oh yeah had Dylan, a heart attack when he heard that so <laughs> I, he's just great i mean uh i think it's like it's funny it's like there's so many incarnations of Dylan, you know and mr zimmerman mm. excuse me yes name, but, robert zimmerman yes robert zimmerman, but uh yeah he's a elusive cat i you know if i if i ever uh, 
and God, I hope I don't knock on wood. You know, if I ever, I used to work with cancer kids. So if I get a make a wish, you know, and I had cancer, I'd ask for a dinner with the Dalai Lama and Bob Dylan. You know, I probably they just stand there and just stare at each other, you know, meditate or something. But I'd be like, that would be my dream dinner. You know, those two, you know, hanging out with them. I was going to ask you what your dream, uh, uh, what your dream gig would be later in the. In, well, in that the would be thing. it. You know, right. no work. Now, now I just know sit there is, and so. watch them dig on each other, and I could be. Part of the conversation that would be. Hey a man, joy. how about um, for the people aren't, who yeah. aren't familiar, a little bit about your background and and uh, you know wh- sure, wh- where yeah. you come from and how you got into music and all that. Definitely, yeah. I you know just listening to that version with uh, Hugh Poole, you know, uh, I've done a lot of recording with him uh, back in New York, and and uh, that it sounds like a whistle, right? But that's a theremin that he's going. Wah! Yeah, that's That's like some sort of weird electronic instrument, right? Yeah, and it's like like a vibrations, and you get closer to it, and it gets a different pitch. It's actually the the Star Trek, I think, the original. Before the lady sang it, it was like all all those oscillating tones in there. So it it mimics the kind of a slide guitar thing too, and it also mimics the voice, right? That can do that. You know, a lot of things are two tones and anyway I think we were going to talk about this I'll start here this is, you know Reverend Freakchild is for those that don't know you know there's a whole tradition of blues reverends and um, uh, yeah. you know it was back 100 years ago you know uh, post-slavery Jim Crow stuff you know you saw a black man in a suit he was either a preacher or he was a bluesman and those were the two jobs other than you know being a, a house slave or a field slave mm. you know mm-hmm. or you know, sharecropper at that time, which was just indentured servitude. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the socioeconomic, uh, you know, history of the African-American experience, but about blues, which is directly related directly to Directly related, absolutely. And uh, that's sort of where the, the starting point is. You know, my mom was a classical pianist, so that didn't really take, you know, there were a lot of years. I don't hear you practicing in there. And I'd be like, yeah, mom, right? But Bach, you play, but you Beethoven, play, but you played some. Oh, yeah, a lot of it. I mean, right. it's like brutal, you know, all those little recitals where everybody's freaking out and you're dressed up and there's fluorescent lights and you're performing and they're getting judged and I was like oh, oh yeah, yeah I like, remember him well yes. so my dad played me the blues and I was like oh this sounds like fun now that's a little bit better <laughs> yeah. although I still go to the symphony actually it was a me and my girlfriend Lisa in, in Denver will go to the symphony and that's one of the things we really missed during the pandemic you know that that's a group experience you have all these different you know you go see a band it's like that it's like mm-hmm. wow these are all different parts of this thing that's coming out as a whole it's amazing, and the symphony is the epitome of that because there's no there's no amplification, you know, there's violins and right, tubas right. and cellos and timpani and everything, and it's like wow, it's all coming together. It's, it's amazing, amazing sound, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Not to get too trippy, but that's part of my story, you know. So the Reverend part is 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 such that uh, my dad so turned par- me on. To, your, your parents were musicians, or at least your my mom dad. Was. Uh, my dad says, you know, he he didn't really play an instrument, but he he plays the stereo. Boom, ching. Hey, is this thing on? You know, right. So, and my mom was a really talented musician. She still plays some classical stuff, although she's much older. But, uh, all right. So, uh, anyway, the other, the reverend part of it, you know, that's kind of the freak child thing. Uh, the reverend part is that, you know, my mama used to read to us out of the Bible. She was a Texas Presbyterian. She wasn't a religious zealot. You know, it's just Texas Presbyterian. Good name for a band, the Texas Presbyterians. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gospel group. But, uh, you know, that's what just Texas Presbyterians do, you know, and they've been doing it for hundreds of years in this country and thousands of years in the old country. You just get the, because it was all about, you know, we can read our own Bible. We don't need some priest to tell us what to do. We can read the word right here. Yeah. Although, you know, you don't yeah. want to go too far into that. You know, the Council of Nicaea and uh, 323 put the Bible together and I'm, codified. I'm, and all I'm familiar. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows it, what the hell we're reading. Right. It's like very interesting yeah. to look into the history of all that, right? So yes. 
But the weird thing was, you know, after all that Bible reading, when I was 16 and I dropped acid, it was like, oh, and I thought I was Jesus for a weekend. Things got a little complicated. <laughs> the old so Messiah been, complex. So I actually got a little bit more attracted to Buddhism, and I've uh, since uh, been making the mid, most of my midlife crisis at a little university called Naropa out in Boulder, Colorado. Uh-huh. And, I'm familiar. I, I, I yeah. lived in Denver for years before I moved here. Right, right. And my ex-wife uh, went to school up in Boulder, and yeah. so we, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you Denver, know Boulder, thing, you know right? the whole area. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of what people think of as a hippie school, but it's really like uh, Chagam Trumpa, who was this Tibetan uh, enlightened master, uh, mm. kind of founded this thing and with a whole bunch of other people as an institute. And it was a place for, it was a yogi school. It was people that were Christian or Jewish or Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist to come and study and compare notes. Right. right. Like, this is like pro tips, man. Right. Like these sages have been living and passing on knowledge, knowledge for years, you know, like might as well take some advice from these people. You know, it's like it's gotten all confused with. You know, the teacher and the teachings, you know, some people taking advantage of the power there. But anyway, so uh, that's kind of the the, the, the the background of the Reverend Freak Child character. But the real story was I was sitting there smoking pot on the couch one day and I was, I was you know, I was, that wasn't the only thing I was doing. And, and this roommate of mine said, he said, man, you're like some lonely freak child just sitting there smoking pot all day. You know, I was like, yeah, I haven't left the house for like a month. I'm just smoking <clears> pot and I was doing all kinds of other chemicals. So anyway, I'm going on 16 years sober, but um you know, that was the thing. And then I... Congratulations I, hey, on that. thank you, yeah, man. Well thank done. you, man. You know, one day at a time. And, and let me say, if there's anybody listening out there, you got any problem with the... You know, like Albert King told Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, when he fell off the stage, he was so drunk. He said, man, it's all right to take a sip, but if you're falling down and breaking your lip, you might want to look at that. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. So just want to say, everybody out there, you know, lay your hands on the radio. You know, there's a lot of people that want to help. And if you've got some problems with addictions and stuff, there's plenty of help out there. So, you know, just reach out and touch faith you know kind of thing hey i'll tell you something uh and and this whole covid pandemic mm. really really brought a lot of that to the fore and yeah. i mean if you were struggling before it gee, you know it was, i saw a lot of people come into the virtual rooms you know during the pandemic they just you know had nothing else to do so get something and go back home and you know it's like i said I, I don't have any problem with the chemical or anything like but if it's i'm the addict like whatever you put on the table sex drugs rock and roll i wasn't joking when you were like Hey man, you want a beer? And I was like, dude, if you got bail money, I'll take a beer. You know, it's like, dude, it's gonna get ugly and crazy. And it, like two weeks later, it'll be like, dude, wow, what happened? I got, yeah, I had some bad, bad, bad. No, no, I'm saying that's two right. weeks later. Like, holy cow, what the hell happened? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You black out, <laughs> and you're like, dude, I did what? You know, exactly. So I got yeah. tired of doing that for I too understand. many years, and yeah. and so you know, the Reverend thing came about. It was actually sort of like I I went to see a Reverend Horton Heat show, and I thought, oh, I'll make this character into a Reverend character, the lone, lone right. freak child. So the, the the Reverend Horton comes around here exactly. now and again. And, and now you got all and, these reverends, like Reverend Peyton, and right. actually we got uh, Reverend Sean Amos, who's actually the son of famous Amos. Remember the Cookies? I, I, I mean, they're still around. Right, you know? right. I remember I grew up in Hawaii when I was a little kid, and we nice. he came out there and visited. I got to meet him one time, but. Uh, the cookie guy. Yeah. Came to Hawaii. Yeah. And he met the guy. I was awesome. It did made he bring cookies? He did. Of course. We got free cookies, dude. It was like a kid's <laughs> dream. You're like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> we get cookies? Oh, well, I'm totally going to that. You That's know? awesome. What, what, what island? Do you mind me asking? We were on you? Oahu, yeah. And I was on uh-huh. the leeward side in Kailua. And was was your dad military? Or how'd yes. you get to? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so he got a job back east, and then we moved back, you know, when I was nine. Everybody asked me, like, why'd you move back? I was like, dude, I was nine. You right. follow those like, people that were feeding you. I told my dad, hey, I'm just going to hang here. I don't have a lot of choice back then. Hey, Dad, I'm just going to hang here if you don't mind. You and Mom just head out, but I'm just going to stay. Yeah. I would have stayed if they'd given me the choice. I still, I'm kind of like trying to find my way back there. And Boulder's kind of laid back and sunny. Yeah, yeah. Similar kind of thing. So, yeah. Nine, your only argument is. 
but I like it. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're like, yeah, uh-huh. It's they don't nice. want to get into the argument of like, yeah, can you get a job and like support us? No. <laughs> Unless you're a child star and then child star, excuse me, and then you get into the Britney Spears thing. But that's a whole other conversation. All right, well, hey, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always touting this show for live music, yeah. and, and uh, I've got a lot of other questions for you. And we let's can talk, do one, but, man. But let's, let's, let's have a song, all right? Right on. Yeah, and uh, this is a... Uh, you should see the guitar. Well, it's actually a resonator that, yeah. uh, that, yeah. that, that the Reverend is playing here and maybe he can tell us a little bit about his instrument yeah, uh, before a, he plays here it's you know i call this the silver lining because i actually got all my stuff smashed and grabbed in san francisco and wrote this mm. called the hippie blues man blues which was a sad story but i met mark karen and all the san francisco hippie guys out there and actually recorded this album called bodhisattva blues with melvin seals and all nice that but um so that bodhisattva was like a weird thing blues. yeah it was like about you know you take the lemons and you make the lemonade but it was it was painful when it happened mm. you know uh, two guitars uh gig bag with like 400 bucks from the night before mm. no one likes smashed lemons oh yeah well you know it was brutal i mean and uh, the car was all busted up and i was uh. staying at a monastery at the time and i was driving back and i was like man i'll just become a monk you know it's like you know call my girlfriend and see what she thinks about that you know but um so i i uh I went. I had some bunches of gigs on the hook all the way up to the coast. You know, I was going up to Seattle and Vancouver, and I had looked at this guitar the day before that happened. Right. So I just went back up there to Tall Toad Music and got it. And so it's a nickel, uh, nickel plated. It yeah. And like. for people that don't know, you know, the steel guitars they were instituted uh, before electric guitars for you know the jazz guys because uh, there wasn't an amplification. The, yeah, right? there was no amplification. So the, so to, to compete with the bass and the uh, drums, or play with, excuse me, and then the you know the Delta guys and the Texas Blues guys took them out on the streets and they cut through. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it was a little providence in there that uh, all that happened? What's that? There was a little providence yeah. in there, right? Exactly, yeah. and it's sort of the mother. Time to get a new guitar. All right. So yeah. who makes there that? Was. Who makes that particular? This is uh, a national, yeah. National. Sort of the Steinway of. of <clears throat> steel guitars here and very cool yeah i guess we'll do one of those old guys we'll do a tune from one of those old guys uh, and so there's a there, there's a misunderstanding with those oh, yeah. guitars everybody calls them a dobro but a dobro is actually a type of exactly. resonator exactly it's like correct? calling a tissue a kleenex you know it's become the name it's like google it no, ah. it's actually a brand name you're doing actually a search for it i see so okay. yeah. uh, dobro is technically like a brand yeah it's a brand mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that it's a this is called a round neck because you play it like a guitar right but uh you know, a lap steel is more lap steel. Strings yeah. are raised up, and you play right. the Stevens right. bar. You know? Right, right. <laughs> I'm not really. Right on. Okay, well, enough of that technical jazz. We are going to get. <laughs> we're going to get some music right now from uh, the Reverend Freechild. I appreciate him. Right on. I appreciate him coming down and visiting with us this afternoon. Oh man, my pleasure. Great to you be listen here. listen to Open Mic Radio. It's KOPN right. Columbia. We're streaming on the web at kopn.org. Of course, on the air, 89.5 on the FM dial. All right, here we go. This is the Reverend Freak Child. Yeah, this is old uh, uh, Texas bluesman, uh, uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. And uh, we'll send this one out to the ancestors. I don't know who the, who are the Aboriginal people out here, the, the natives. You guys know? I mean, well, Arapaho, did the Arapaho come this far east? I mean, that's where I, the I think plains the, uh, is in Colorado. I mean, the Sioux came pretty yeah. far uh, pretty far east. Yeah. But I think there was uh, there was some, like, like the Iowa uh, mm. tribes yeah, yeah, yeah. were around here. And I think there was... Um, um, I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't speak because oh, I'm, I'm, right. I'm unsure. But no worries. And, and but they you know, were all over the country. Uh, I mean, we had Native Americans. Yeah. That's why we call them, of course. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Indians and, it, and yeah, all kinds of people. You know. But anyway, Westerners have come and gone. A lot of grandmothers and grandfathers. You know, done a lot of work to get us here to this present moment. So we'll do one for the ancestors. Yeah, whoever Very they good. may be and whatever we may call them. You know? Anyway, this is a tune called "See That My Grave Is Kept Clean."
just one can feather you can do for me. One can favor you can do on me.
love it. Francis I love there. it. I guess that's the deal. You know, Pine Top Perkins, who was a piano player for Muddy Waters for years, he said, you know, that's that's a debt we all got to pay. Mm. You know, you come into this world, it's like, you get life. Well, you're going to have to have death, too. And hopefully it's not so painful, man. It's just like... Yeah, it's a li- the living's the hard part. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. right? Dying's easy. Dying's I, easy. Comedy's hard. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. It's so fine. I got to ask you a. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's uh, Open Mic Radio, oh, KOPN yeah. Columbia. Got to give them the. Got to let everyone know what's going on here. Question uh, to be continued. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll get right back to Kirk in a second here. Uh, uh, anyway, 4 to 6 p.m. every Saturday. Shut we down do again. This. Sorry. Shut down. Shut you the heart. And. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's Mike, Open Mic Radio. We're here at KOPN, live in the studio. We've got the Reverend Freak Child joining us for another hour or so. Hopefully, he's going to be scooting on over to the B-Side Record Company over there on Wilkes, I believe it is. 11, what is it? I wrote it down. 1122 Wilkes, I think it is. Relatively new store, actually. Um, uh, new, a relatively new record store, at least, I should say, in town. Cool. Yeah. Um, of course, we have hit records over here on Hit Street, um, of course. And uh, there aren't many other places where you can go get go get records and CDs your, you know? uh, audio options over there yeah they're yeah. calling it the b-side yeah blues centric yeah blues centric i guess it means that they're kind of concentrating on the get blues perhaps, over there. but yeah you know the you know the, uh, an unexpectedly cool place to look for vinyl is at the uh, the midway antique mall mm. out right. there on the way to my house, you know, if you go west on 70, you know, they're at the truck stop. They've got an antique mall there, and there's a bunch of, uh, maybe, I don't know how, how many vendors, but there are at least a couple of vendors there that kind of have their have their albums there, and you can kind of mm-hmm. go through them, and it's pretty reasonably priced if you, if you well, know Well, we'll have some vinyl down for. at uh, Blue Centric uh, for those that are interested. Very guess, good. Here's the address. I found it. 1122 Wilkes yeah. Boulevard, Columbia, Missouri. All right. 1122 mm-hmm. Wilkes. It's not too far uh, from the station, as a matter of fact. And what so, time's your set kicking off there? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. We might just roll this out of here and then go down there and uh, yeah, come and, and come and come and check out the rev we down there. We can make it in about five to ten minutes. From Easy, here. yeah, wow. for sure. Easily. All right, so um, so that's what's happening here. Uh, we've got the Reverend Freak Child playing some music for us. He's performing at B Side Records at six. He'll be back uh, sometime a little bit later with Chris on Blues on Broadway. I've got me, myself, and I, uh, Chris. Uh, we'll be doing the show at 8. We've got Kurt in the corner here who had a question for oh. the Rev. Well, I don't want I don't want you to give any like trade secrets away or anything, <laughs> but I was just curious. You got like an open tuning on that? Yes. When so no secrets here. Yeah, I mean, I guess Ry Cooter's kind of a little uh, proprietary about some of his more esoteric t- tunings, but this is just a straight-up dadgad. You know, it's, they call it Vastopol. I guess there was some tune <laughs> about the Battle of Vastopol that was written <laughs> okay. in this tuning, so they, sometimes they call it Vastopol. Nice. But, you know, this was... This so was, you're ready for battle. Yeah, I am ready. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, with this guitar, you could beat somebody to death, and it still plays fine. That's hey. right. <laughs> Multi-purpose <laughs> exactly, instrument. you know. So, yeah, like it. it's just a straight up, and I find it just really easy. You know, I actually perfected this tuning in Amsterdam when I was there because I was so stoned out of my mind, I really couldn't put it into Spanish regular tuning. So I was like, "Oh, dude, yeah, it just all sounds good right here." And I'll tell you the secret. You know, with we'll that, blame it on Amsterdam. Well, hey, blame it, <laughs> blame it on the rain, blame it on Vegas, whatever. You know, but I tell you honestly that that personal Jesus tune, I, I decided to do it because here it is. The lick is just right here. I was like, oh, that's easy. Ah. Yeah, they, you know, I'm I lazy. Mean, pretty much with. goes that the whole, <laughs> the whole time. So you stumbled right, on right. The, the, the Jesus part of it, the <coughs> tuning, <coughs> after you found the tuning. Exactly. Nice. So sometimes they come, you know, it's like, oh, I want to do Same. this tune. Sometimes that's it's like, a bonus. Hey, this thing's already right here. Like, I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> 
okay. Somebody's trying to tell me something. Let's talk about yeah. uh, composition and songwriting. Uh, like, um, how yeah. you've got a lot of records here. You've got quite a few. I you, do, you've got at least yeah. a few CDs. So you have written a lot of music over the years. I have, you know, and um, I don't really consider myself a songwriter. I still consider myself a storyteller. You know, it's hmm. like if I if I'm you know, it's like an, about a you know being a spiritual being. It's like I, you know, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, and part of that is I have this gift of music, right, that my mama gave me. And if I don't use it, I get really depressed. I mean, I'm just sort of when I play music, I'm just like normally depressed. Have you had periods of time where you just didn't play, or, or you? Oh were yeah, out and then of I got and it was just and like it was really difficult. I was really like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, I have to do something. Uh-huh. You know, so if there's a tune that's out there that captures you know some kind of frustrating thing or some joyful thing that's happening, you know, a sad thing. I'll learn it, and it's like, oh wow, that's my that's a true story for me. You know, it's like Frank Sinatra talks about that. Like, mm-hmm. I can sing this song because I live this song, right? Right. Yeah. And sometimes I can't quite find a tune that's echoing what's going on in my being. You know, it's like I got a complicated mythology here. You know, it's like I'm a, <laughs> a recovering Christian. I'm an acid head. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in recovery from drugs. I'm also, you know, a Buddhist. It's like, wow, this really narrowed in, really into the blues genre. You know, it's like, wow, you got about like 50 or 40 songs that are, you know, really kind of like in that, you know, on the planet. So I got to write some new ones every once in a while. And so I do that from time to time. And it was weird. I thought, man, I'd be writing more over the pandemic. And I heard this interview on the I, That was one of my questions. I right. was going to ask how you, uh, what, what you did during, during COVID. I wrote, and I wrote this great song that kind of comforted me, but I didn't have a verse for it. It was about, you know, everything's going to be all right, man. I was sort of talking to myself. And I heard this interview with this classical guy on BBC. He said, I just wasn't inspired until like a couple weeks ago. And this was like a couple months ago when things started opening mm-hmm, up again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was so consoled by that. I was like, oh, right. Like, this is kind of like this downtime. And, you know, it's a, sort of a budding Buddhist here. It's like we go on these meditation retreats. And I'm like, wow, is this like a big... This is what you get for studying Buddhism. It's like, oh, right, I get to sit there and meditate in my room for a year or whatever it was. But So, yeah, I, I write songs from time to time. And, um, you know, it's funny, though. You know, I was playing that great Bruce Coburn tune that's a like Jerry Garcia I love band. I love Bruce Coburn. Yeah, and uh, Waiting on a Miracle. And I was like, this waiting captures the whole thing of, like, yeah. we're waiting on the vaccine. We're waiting on, like, this thing to, yeah. you know, finally pass out. Yeah, you know, and I hope people are getting the vaccine and, you know, not sneezing on each other or whatever and wearing masks and all that stuff. But, um that's was, a great record. It's uh, yeah. Co- Coburn's "Waiting on a Miracle" is, is essentially a, a, a compilation of most yeah. of his great stuff from the late late '60s and that up tune until. It's perfect. You listen yeah. to it. It's about working and waiting in the hot sun, and here mm-hmm. it comes. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's there's hardships in the world, and uh, you know, if you look at the arc of you know 13.7 billion light years old, you know, the universe, it's like hey. Let's give it a minute. We'll give it a year. Give it two years. We, you know? we, we, we tend survive. to we tend to expect things to happen more quickly oh, than they do. Why certainly. didn't these people text me back? It's been twenty seconds. You know. <laughs> right. Yes, for sure. All right. Uh, they happen you know, too quickly. That, as um, is. The song uh, yeah. that you mentioned, it's going to be all right. Mm. I was we we spoke about it. We, I was going to play it on the way out of here when oh, you yeah. when you were leaving, but I I think I'd rather have you maybe play it in the studio and I'll pick something else. Mm. Uh, what do you think or no? It's, it's much better on the recording. Better on the re- okay. Because yeah, it's right. so much stuff. I, I'll play another one for you here. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do one for Dusty Hill, you know, the bass player from ZZ Top. Yeah, for sure. Pass just pass yeah. Not to be too morose. We did one for the ancestors. But, you know, I don't do many many weddings. I do a lot of... <laughs> I, I do more burials. I'll do your funeral. I know well, a lot I'll of death Well, I'll tell you, there's, there, there's, <laughs> a, there's a gentleman here in town. His name is Alan Loshbaugh, and he was mm-hmm. a fantastic bass player and a really uh, a prolific musician. Played with really? lots of our gang around here for many, many years, and he passed away just a month. Month, month and a half ago or so, oh, we'll maybe, maybe two months. But anyway, yeah. 
he uh, his band or the band that one of the bands that he performed with played last night. The Fried mm-hmm. Craw- Crawdaddies, of course, last night they play First Fridays typically nice. down there at Rose Park. But uh, missing out um, on Mr. Alan Loshbaum, and we all miss him around here. And uh, and that's uh, part of the deal. You come and then you got to go at some point. You never know when it might yeah. be. So enjoy it that's while you right. got it. You exactly. know, seasons come, seasons <laughs> go. That's right, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, may I ask? Let's let, let's get another song from you if you don't mind. Yeah. And uh, We'll come back and, and talk a little bit more with the Reverend Freak Child. It's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Once again, on the web at kopn.org. Stick around after this program. We've got a Shumba and a reggae party coming from 6 until 8, and then Blues on Broadway, 8 to 11. But uh, for now, we've got the Reverend Freak Child in the studio with us here, and I'm pretty psyched about it, pulling out his little harmonica uh, brace there, and uh, we'll get right to it. Yeah, so we'll send this out to your friend you were talking about who's a bass player and also a bass player, Dusty Hill, for uh, ZZ Top. And you bet. Maybe anybody. So, uh, anybody else that's passed away that was holding down the, the bottom end? <laughs> anyway, here's a little one. Now Jesus just left Chicago And he bound for New Orleans I see now Jesus just left Chicago And he bound for New Orleans Yeah, they work at one point to the other, yeah, and all points in between. Well, now I took a jump to Mississippi, and turned muddy water into wine. Say, I took a jump to Mississippi. Turning muddy waters into holy wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it flows out to California, yeah, to the far side of the pine. Take me with you, Jesus. You might not see him in poison. 
but he'll see you just the same. I say now you might not see him in prison, but he'll see you just the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to worry, 'cause taking care of business is his name. I said, now you don't have to worry, 'cause taking care of business is his name. I said, now you don't have to worry, 'cause taking care of business is his name. Can I get a hallelujah? Hey, uh, Rev, are you familiar with um, yeah. a blues player who passed quite a few years ago? His name was Chris Whitley. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You remind sure. me I, that your style is a little bit you know, like Chris Whitley. It's funny that you are, are talking about him. I'm working up a tune called Dust Radio of his. I love it. That's that was a great re- that was a great record. It might have been the name of the record. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Uh, and produced by uh, Daniel Lenoir. Oh a lot of man, stuff. what an album! That Daniel whole album is great. I like one called uh, "Kick the Stones." It's on oh, that record. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I, He's I, the kind of guy that this is the the, the Trisha and I, I I kind of like to see myself in it. It's like you know, mm-hmm. white boy that you know grew up in modern America, but drawn on the blues respectfully, not being like, "Hey, I got the blues." No, 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 no. Yeah, I got the blues like everybody, but the blues. Is its own thing. I'm 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 taking that as a touchstone, and I'm trying to express my own experience. You know, mm. and I think Chris Whitley was exactly like that, right? I mean, yeah, he would I, do yeah. Doors covers and Bob Dylan tunes and, yeah, yeah. and his own tunes, you know. And then he would, you'd be like, this guy, it all works. Yeah, yeah. You know? he, yeah was, so anyway, he was he was so good. Thank yeah. you for that. That's yeah. like a super compliment. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I definitely heard it. I definitely heard it. Yeah, there's a great tune, uh, uh, Dust Radio, which is this. Mm-hmm. On Dust oh, Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. It's just and he does a real cool tune. falsetto thing oh. now and again and stuff. His vocals are great. And then the production with Lenoir at the end. It's just. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm like, why am I trying to do this song? <laughs> because it's like I said, it's a tune that speaks to me. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to do a better version. It's like, dude, thank you for this song. It speaks to me, and when I sing it, I feel better. Yeah. And I hopefully people around me feel it's better. It's an expression of what comes from your heart. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you know? And that's what I, don't I mean, feel like. I don't mean, know, to, I don't mean to give you a tough question, but I mean, if it's one <laughs> that you want to play, I mean, I don't, uh, know, I don't know if no, you're you there know, I'm yet. I'm working it up. I'm okay. working, exactly. It's, yeah. it, next, I keep on thinking, that's been on the next album for, I think, the last <laughs> three <laughs> albums. It's like, wow, how do I treat this? I, I mean, if I had to, you know, you talking about Dream Gig would be a recording session with Daniel Lenoir. Damn. I mean... I was a big, huge fan of you. He's a brilliant producer. Oh, amazing. And I love his music, oh, too. And he worked with Katie. Arcadia is a great album, by exactly. the way. Exactly. Yeah. They don't know he's a great songwriter and a singer and guitar player himself, you know? Yeah. And he, he, he has yeah, the sensibility really to work with other artists in that way, you know? Yep. Apparently, started in his mom's and I think basement. And I think he worked with a lot of people that people don't realize that right. that was Lenoir behind some of that stuff. It's like, because he worked with a whole bunch of different folks in a oh. lot of different genres of music. Even you know? Dylan, Oh Mercy, one of yeah. my favorite Dylan albums. Yeah, you know? for sure. Oh, amazing yeah. guy. So, yeah, that would be 
my dream gig. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. All right. The Reverend Free Child in the studio with me and Kurt this afternoon. It's open mic radio. We're about 445 now, 450 or so in the afternoon. It is Saturday, 7th of August. Time mm-hmm. flies. Um, I was I was thinking about next week, but we've got Big Cat Matt and the Rockabilly Corner. Once, Great show. Oh, yeah. Once a, uh, once a month. Uh, this time slot, four to six on Saturday, uh, is uh, shared between myself and uh, and Matt. So next week, the second Saturday of every month, Rockabilly Corner with Big Cat Matt Deal. And if you like rockabilly music, this kid knows it down, man. And I'm and up and sideways. And uh, it's a lot of fun and a lot of great music. Four to six next week with Rockabilly Corner and Big Cat Matt. I'll be back the weekend after that. And I don't know what we'll be doing, but uh, we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. We got the Reverend Freak Child in with us this Stay afternoon. In the moment, baby. Stay in the moment. Yeah. And uh, um, let's mention again the yeah. B-Side record. Uh, 6 p.m. I want to head down there, see what's happening. And uh, you're more than welcome to join us. I will be... Uh, Taking calls, playing albums. I don't know. Eleven twenty-two Wilkes Boulevard. Speaking of taking calls, you know, I, t- I typically do. So the, the, you know, I kind of leave the lum- the, num- the lumber, leave the number open, <laughs> and five seven three four four three eight two five five. And uh, if I can grab it, I will. And uh, give us a call. Let us know what's happening I out know there. You, you leave both open. Yeah, the lumber and the number. <laughs> hey, you're fly. All right. Um, okay. Uh, so. Uh, before we play, I, I do. I would like to have. I, I like to get as much music as we can, for sure. But I got questions about recording. Oh, sure. And uh, new material. Okay. So yes. first of all, how? Uh, when did you record your first? Uh, what you would consider your first sort of uh, record? Uh, under the name Reverend Freechild, that was in. Yeah. Uh, gee, was that? Uh, <laughs> I was so out of my mind on drugs. We recorded <laughs> a lot of stuff, right? Right. But I didn't put out an album under the name Reverend Freechild until twenty. Uh, Ten, which was a bona fide album on a label. Right, right. It was like all these like crazy things where it was. I'm like, sure you recorded all kinds of material. Yeah, exactly. And put right. them out as demos, and you know, it was like Him Hustler was an album that I put out that was like you know I, I printed them up myself and sold them on the streets when I entered gigs I was playing. You right, know? right. But not until 2020. Well, that's part of the tr- that's part of the travel of, a, a, of a musician, yeah, right? You I mean, got to do it for a while. Or almost. We're actually putting out a, an album from a uh, '90s band that I used to play in a, a jam band. You know, this is when I thought I was a, a, a disabused myself recently. You know, mm. being a jazz musician, was like, <laughs> I'm still holding on to that. Like, oh man, I could be a jazz cat, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, no, dude, you don't have the chops for that. So. um and I play with some of these jazz cats, and it's a joy because they just play circles around me. And I'm like, wow, this is like Add Water makes its own sauce. This is awesome. These guys are so amazing. <laughs> I don't have to do much. Just... Yeah, exactly. Like I'll just start it off and get the vibe, and then they're like having fun with it. I'm like, wow. Well, and the awesome. best part is that uh, you know nine out of ten of the people that are watching and enjoying the music think you're as good as everybody <laughs> as the rest of them. Well, you know, and you I, know? I think I can tell some good stories and sing some good songs. Right? Exactly. I can hold my own, man. But some of these cats are just like, I'm not going to try to keep up with these dudes. I go over to Europe, and it's just like. I'm like, we don't need a rehearsal. I'm just going to make you sound worse, man. Like, you guys do your thing, man. You know, like, play these places, and it's nice. And all the American, you know. Oh, my gosh. I guess the country scene is making a huge deal in Europe now. Oh, yeah. They go crazy over country music. I opened up for a, what what was it, Uh, um, it's like an Eagles cover band or something. It was just... <laughs> the Eagles again. <laughs> very... Yeah, I don't... You know, I was having a really bad trip on ass, and my friend picked me up, and I was... Jesus, I was going back to my folks' house. I was mostly like 17, and 
And somebody told me, like, it was like that scene out of Big Lebowski. was like, man, I hate the Eagles, man. I had a really bad day, man. But it was like, somebody told me, one of my sister's friends was like, man, if you're ever tripping on ass and have a bad trip, listen to the Eagles. So I was like, we got in my friend's car. I was like, dude, thanks for picking me up, man. I can't please my parents. I'm tripping out. I was like, do you have any Eagles? He's like, Eagles? And he's like, yeah, the band, man, the band. He's like, yeah, put it on. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got some. And I was like, no, this is not no, working. No, this is not no. right. So he says, he's like, listen, I have something for you, man. And oh, my put God. on the freaking Beatles. And it's all that positive thing. Like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And then, of yeah. course, George Martin, with all the psychedelic stuff, you're like, dude, did you ever hear that, like, oboe in the second <laughs> verse of that tune? I mean, it just comes in for, like, one little thing. And you're like, wow. So that just, I mean, that saved my well, life. Well, if anybody heard it, he probably did. He's, he's sort of a Beatles <laughs> aficionado <laughs> over here. Changed everything. Right. Yeah. But I, I will oh, also a whole say... whole new trip. Right. Yeah. We, do have, we do have sort of a running Eagles joke on the, on the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's... It, yeah, and, and it just sort of happened, yeah. uh, you know, organically there. So I like the way that that happened. <laughs> okay. so. and, he, and then he kicks the big Lebowski out Still of his cat. Still flying out. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, anyway, I'm, hey, I got to, you know, for now, now for something completely different. Yes. Not so completely different, but I, I have to acknowledge, I mean, I see you wearing some tie-dye colors, and I got my oh. colors on today. Yeah. It's the days between, right? Jar Garcia, born on August mm. 1st, died yeah. on August 9th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a little shout out to all the, the deadheads out there, you know. Yeah. It's funny, I was staying with my cousin. Jerbear. Jerbear, yeah. And uh, I was staying with my cousin in Warrensburg, and I said, dude, it's the days between. And he was like, what? <laughs> it's like, all right, not everybody's a deadhead. You know, like, not everybody trips on an amazing, you know, LSD. Ah, but they the 80s, are. You know? They just don't know it yet. Yeah, it's true. And and the <laughs> thing about that is, you know, when I was a teenager, I I got turned on to the dead, and, you know, we're smoking pot or whatever. And somebody's, like, putting on, you know, an album with Big Boss Man on it, right? And uh, it's a bootleg. And I'm like, oh, wow, Jimmy Reed tune. And they're like, no, man, this is, like, Pigpen. This is the Grateful Dead. I'm like, no, no, no. Right. They're doing it's a Jimmy Reed tune. Right. That's not their tune. And it's just like, oh, wow. So actually, on this Bodhisattva Blues album, which was the album that we put out right before the pandemic hit. And That's like, a great oh, name, by the way. That's thanks. an excellent yeah. name for a record. Yeah. So And, you know, like the Bodhisattva, like the, the Steely Bodhisattva. Would you go by the hand? Was that the police or, uh, or Steely Dan? Steely Dan? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's Bodhisattva is like a Buddha in training. You know, it's like, uh, it's, a, it's a very aspirational. For yeah, me yeah, yeah. So anyway, so oh, I don't know what we were talking about. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what that Buddha stuff does. It just clears days your mind. in between. Right. Days we're, we're, in between. That's right. We're staying in the moment here. So, yeah, the days in between, you know, and, and that whole... That's oh, what makes right. them in between. And the Bodhisattva Blues became this thing. I was talking about this guitar's getting smashed to ground, and I bought this, which is the silver lining to that story. And I couldn't write even tune about it. And I met up with this Boulder poet, and uh, he helped me sort of, you know, work through that. It was just brutal, man. And uh, we wrote this tune called Hippie Blues Man Blues, which is on that vinyl that I gave you there to awesome. dial it in. And um, then I needed somebody to like play the lead on it, and nobody was really cutting it. And so I approached Mark Karen, who used to play Rat Dog. You know, I don't know if you guys how much of Deadheads you are. You know, it's yeah. like, kind of the more bluesy version of The Grateful Dead after uh, Garcia died. Yeah, yeah. And um, Bob Weir's project. Mm-hmm, and Mark mm-hmm. Karen and I just hit it off, you know, and because we were both big fans of the blues. I mean, we could talk about Albert King, you know, and Little Milton and all these guys, you know, these amazing blues players. And uh, we were both fascinated. He had actually done a, a project called Deep Dead Blues. And I said, man, I'm, I'm just got a couple blues tunes that I'm thinking, like, we could bring back. Like, like one was Big Boss Man. Like, and we got Melvin Seals to play on it, which was just amazing because he just sort of like, oh my God. Uh, like David Gann says, it's just like, it's like playing with a gigantic catcher's mitt. You're just like, <laughs> oh, this is so nice in here. You know, you're like, wow, I feel so. It's like open and free, but also very, you know, padded. You know, it, it's perfect analogy because, you know, 100 mile an hour ball where you're playing with Jerry Sear or whatever and it's just caught very carefully and 
been throwing yeah. right back to you, you know? Nice. And you hear, and I, I'm telling you, I was on the phone with uh, Melvin at one point, and we were very, very professional, and he was like, so you want me to do, like, gospel feel over, like, blues changes? I was like, yeah, man, we're trying to get this, like, you know, Reverend Freakchild thing, which is, like, you know, fine line between Saturday night and Sunday morning. It's like the blues and gospel speak the same language, but it's, like, mm. different expressions, I you like know? it. I like it, yeah. And, and he was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, about five minutes later, after we talked to some other business stuff and just a couple other tunes we were talking about, because uh, I sent the tracks out to San Francisco so he could do it at his own studio, and then all of a sudden it was like I was gushing. I was like, "Dude, man, I used to listen to you, man. I had this like one recording." And he's like, "Yeah, man, we're all just people, man. It's all cool." And I was like, "Sorry about that, man. I just like super fan, you know." I was like, "So I got to work with these guys." And if I had if I had been like still bitter, and I still kind of am bitter, but I have this like compassion for these junkies or whoever stole my stuff, you know, like. And it was weird, you know, it was actually on the anniversary of one of my uh, years getting sober back then. I think it was my 13th anniversary. And I was like, thanks, higher power. You got a great sense of humor here. And I'm <laughs> filling out the police report in the, in, the, in the police station. And I thought, I had this really, like, it was like the eye of the storm. Like this calm moment in hmm. this craziness. This moment of gratitude of like, wow, at least I'm not, I've been on the other side of those bars. At least I'm not the guy stealing somebody's stuff. Like, if I kept using and chucking and jiving, you know, like I was, man. And, uh, you know... So yeah, it's, 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 it's a reminder, you know. Oh, it was a painful reminder, man. But and then I made the best of it, like what you're saying. Nobody likes the, you know, the the, the smashed lemon, and you know, but you got to do something with them, and and uh, so it, it turned out to be this amazing thing. So I'm like friends with all these guys. So we're gonna. I think that's the next album. Just in sort of that's a long answer to your question of like things. You know, during the pandemic, I put this thing called out uh, called uh, Supra Mundane Blues, which is a bunch of tunes that made me feel. Did good. you say Supra? Super, exactly. Yeah. See, see, you got a good ear, man. Yeah. It's not super, not above the mundane, right. but inside the mundane. Right. Because that's what the whole pandemic was. It was like, okay, here I am with myself again. I'm drinking this cup of coffee. And then you like, you know, for people that have turned on are like, wow, dude, check out this cup of coffee. Wow. <laughs> or people that have meditated for 20 years, you know, they <clears> take that moment in and it's huge once you get inside there, you know. But from a lot of people like, oh my God, this is so boring. You're like, dude, just look out your window, man. There's like a lot of stuff going on. So man. where where do you record? Uh, do, you we, have a, do you have a home studio or do you record somebody else's place? Or? I, you know, it's almost like I don't, I used to have a home studio and it was just like 24-7. It was like, you know, dude, you, I can't do that because it's just too much. And, you know, I got garage band and I put note, phone notes and stuff like that. Oh, sure. You know, it's just like yeah. you can't stop from doing it. But uh, formal studio in uh outside of Boulder called Altitude Recording and this guy Steve-O who's just great All he's right. done a lot of like avant-garde albums so the stuff that I come with up with you know I think oh, I'm gonna do a straight ahead version of a big boss band you know right. we'll bring it back to the original right. and people look at, listen to it and like dude this is really tripped out version I'm like oh, that sounds normal to me you know <laughs> he's totally into it because he's like done these avant-garde like noise albums and stuff he's like right. so we did uh, not only a bunch of tunes that were straight up and sent up to like you know Reverend Sean Hamos and, and Mark Karen and people just around the country during the pandemic and they were at their home studios and other studios that they could be socially distanced at they sent them back to us and then we mixed them <clears throat> sent some stuff back to, to New York to Hugh Poole Brought it all back. Had this guy, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, David Glasser, who's done a lot. He actually just did the... It sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, Skeletons from the Closet mm, remastering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of Grateful Dead stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was a joy to like kind of work with him cool. on the final you know, uh, project of it and um, really tuning into that. I, you know, I just never was okay with being a deadhead. And um, finally meeting all these guys, I was like, I guess it's time. I mean, we did a version of Big Boss Man and, and Friend of the Devil. And we actually did a version of Black Peter for all the deadheads out there. I mean, that's a deep cut. I don't know how the Grateful Dead got away with that, playing that song since like 1970, whatever it was. Right. Uh, and apparently it was about 
everybody thinks it's about you know being in somebody's deathbed, but apparently the story is that uh, Robert Hunter got dosed twice, so he was really tripping out. And Garcia uh, kind of you know tended to him in the wee hours of the morning, mm. and he had this sort of like near death experience, I guess himself, you know. And I was like, oh right. Hey man, that's my about my speed. The sadness, the joy, it's all together, man. You know, it's like <laughs> sad joy, you know, some strange stuff. So yeah, we did a whole bunch of tunes and put a version of Imagine on there. You know, sort of this classic rock, kind of like revisiting. But I felt like I could do it because these are the actual guys, right? You know, right. and some of my friends are like, right. "You actually got Melvin Seals on here? That's like, amazing, Freak Child. Like you're like the real deal." I was like, "Yeah, just because I act like a crazy person doesn't mean that I can't put out amazing music." I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. We are uh, just top of the hour now. It's 5 o'clock on oh, uh, Saturday. Yeah. The 7th of August, 2021. Got Kurt with me. Got the Reverend Freak Child in the studio with us this afternoon, playing some songs for us, which I am totally thrilled that we get right to hear. Yeah. I love it. You know, I um, uh, during the whole pandemic, uh, we, we couldn't do much of this either. I, right. You know, it, it was... It, uh, one person by themselves in the studio was all it was allowed. So it's great to have live music back in the studio uh, with me this afternoon. And uh, we get to have our own little private concert here. We got Sarah and Josh listening from the other room. And uh, we're uh, glad to have the Reverend here with us this, uh, this afternoon. So um, let's play another one. You want to play another one for us? Well, since we were invoking uh, the good old Grateful Dead. Here's, <laughs> actually, this was their first single, believe it or not first thing that they ever put out really a little different version here and it's like uh this would would be late 60s i guess how yeah all right okay reverend free child here open mic radio kopn columbia
shattered into formless reflections of matter and glares and dissolving into ice petal flowers revolving and Yeah, yeah. I'd say you don't have a whole lot of work left. That is outrageous. It's kind of the country blues. Very good, man. Holy cow! Indian kind of wow. A little bit trippy there. Well, if you're tuned into the program this afternoon, you got a you got a treat, and maybe you weren't expecting it. And I wasn't sure, frankly, what to expect. I heard a couple things from from the Rev before I walked in here today, but I was thrilled to hear that. Let me tell you, fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Yeah, I you know I watched that new Amazon. Thing over the pandemic, uh, um, it's a whole series on like Garcia and really kind of mm. this descent into serious drug addiction. But he, um, there's a great scene where uh, Bob Weir and his wife drive out to see Hunter and ask him about those lyrics. And it's after one of his little solo gigs, you know. And people, you know, I guess most deadheads, you know, I guess apparently some uh, infamous tour where. Uh, uh, Robert Hunter got booed as the opening act of the Jerry Garcia band. Why? Because he's not that great of a performer. But he's a brilliant lyricist, right? Right. And so there he's playing a little like acoustic solo gig and, and there he is, gray haired, like sitting backstage and Bob says, You know, somebody was asking me again about the the meaning of that Dark Star lyrics or something like that, I mean, to that effect. And and he just Robert Hunter just puts his hands behind his head, sort of leans back on this little couch, recites the lyrics, and then turns to Bob and says is there any There's question? There's no other explanation. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. exactly. What more do you need? Exactly, that's exactly you, what he's saying. You know the answer. You're like, <laughs> I can't expect. I can't tell you anymore. That's. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like the thing, man. Like he put that psychedelic experience into words, and like, Amazing. God bless him for doing it. Wow, yeah. remarkable. Anyway, fantastic uh, uh, <laughs> piece of music there. All right, we've got the Reverend Free Child uh-huh. in the studio with us this afternoon. Thrilled to have him here. You can catch him again B-side, on right? the B side. Uh, of the uh, of the street over there on eleven twenty two Wilkes uh, B side Records probably, around yeah. six o'clock maybe a little after that yeah, probably, got, we'll see what yeah. we'll probably be heading down there pretty soon yeah we're gonna we're, we're gonna close, we'll, 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 yeah it's very close.
close. Yeah, just a few minutes. Um, ish. Uh, anyway, ish. six ish. She'll be down there playing and back here in the studio with uh, with our friend Chris for Blues on Broadway. I'm not sure how much time you'll spend with Chris, but whatever. It's going to be awesome this yeah. evening too. No, it's great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me, man. You know, I, I first time I came to Colombia, I brushed up on my Spanish, but hey, uh, <laughs> hey, and all my friends are like, dude, just cut the jokes out. You know, I like not it. With the good. <laughs> so, but now you're in between gigs, or why, mm-hmm. why are you here anywhere? You, you make your home in Colorado, so you're here in mid Missouri. What uh, what brought you? You here? know, I I kind of do these. Uh, you know, the the Buddhists they'll they'll take a sacred object and they'll you know with their right side to it they'll circumambulate the object, right, mm. a holy relic or something. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I went back to graduate school and studied Tibetan Buddhism, and you know, you know, you really lost your mind when you're doing that. You know, making the most midlife crisis doing that. You know, that's crazy. You, you can get a degree in it. You're just, <laughs> I was say when you're actually <laughs> getting a degree <laughs> in it, that's car, when you're having a <laughs> problem or something. I was never really into fast cars, and I already had a drug problem, so I'm like, hey, let's go back to school. You know? Did you ever think about just going back to Tibet? Well, I went to India, and that right. was that changed my life, and Close that's enough. why I went to school. I went to actually with this uh, enlightened master, uh, Bernie Glassman, and this guy who uh, runs Buddhist pilgrimages since like 1986 at the request of Thich Nhat Hanh, Shantam Seth, mm, and that changed Hanh. my life. And so um, I was like, wow, I can't really go back. I, can't, I keep getting called. You know, a lot of times uh, preachers or holy people talk about being having a calling. Right. So Buddhism is all about, you know, there's sort of these three trainings. The shaman. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. a shamanistic kind of like, kind of like strangeness that's going on, but to ground it, you go do these three trainings, which is like study, meditation, and then conduct. You know how do you conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. They, call them, they call it discipline. Or, or uh, and these are lifelong uh, goals exactly. and, and, so, and, and practices. So I went back to uh, graduate school to really get a, a step up. I've always, you know, this is the time you read a thousand-page book on you know Buddhist philosophy. You know, it's like okay, you need to take some time off to do that. You can't really do that in your spare time. You know, it's like, all right, I need to take like three months and read and this thing. And it's sort of dense the, reading. Yeah, like you know, it's not, Vatara. It's it, like in yeah. verse and, you know, you need a teacher to like kind of explain it to you yeah. and then you got to spend time with it and write papers on it and stuff like that. So anyway, long answer to your question, like, you know, being on the road, you know, I've done this thing, like, geez, this is the seventh summer I've done this. It's sort of like these circumambulating the United States. I start off in Colorado, go back east, do the northeast, do the south, Go to the West Coast, up the West Coast, and then back to Colorado. You know, one time I went through Montana. And performing along the way. Performing, radio shows, whatever's there. Sometimes it's national parks. You know, sometimes it's just howling at the moon. You know, it's like... Whatever you can get, exactly. Wherever you, can do it. you know, yeah. like it's and uh, you know sometimes there's huge gigs, festival gigs. You know, and sometimes it's like you know coming to a radio station, just hanging out with you guys. You know, so um, I'll just take it all on the path. You know, so uh, this time around it was a little strange. You know, with the things opening up and okay, friends of mine, you know, like I saw Melvin's out and the Grateful <laughs> Dead. Melvin's Mel- Mel- out. You know, he's he's out right. He's he's touring around, and I saw Dead and Co's got a bunch of dates that are starting up, and they're ending in the fall. So I thought. You know, if they're doing it, I think that's cool. That's a huge show. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm lucky if I, you know, I was down at um, in Kansas City at, at, at Carl Butler's Gospel Lounge on Thursday night. Nice. And, you know, it was like 12 people. I was like, perfect. I feel I feel comfortable. Everybody's socially distanced here. This is the payoff for not really having a big following. Like, okay, we all feel comfortable, you know, whatever. So, and it's a, like I said, it's a tough sell. You know, people think, oh, what is this, like Christian rock? I'm like, yeah, not really. And then, and then the old time <laughs> no, guys are like, oh, no. what is it, like blues reverence? I'm like, yeah, not really. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm in my own little genre there. I like it, though. So you sync it up so you can go to some of the other shows? Exactly. A little yeah. bit? Right. And, you know, one nice. one year I caught Dead & Co. down in Atlanta when I was on, on tour, you know, and that was great. Yeah. That was the first time I really enjoyed Billy and, and, and Mickey playing. Most times it was like bathroom break, you know. Right. <laughs> Uh, for drums in space, but no this way. Was, it was the best. You know, and I, God bless, God bless John Mayer. Just <laughs> I really appreciate John Mayer and what he's doing, but I, he's just not my. I, 
flavor. I got to say, I'm with you on that. He sounds like yeah. he's got to go to the bathroom every time. Oh, Casey Jones, I got to go. You know, and then yeah. he's a great blues player, and I appreciate that. He's really studied on some of that. So you but, prefer the Trey version no, of it? No, I prefer, I, you know, I was the kind of guy and went and saw Jerry Garcia, and I was a little. I'd rather have Jerry there. Well, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I was, I was but, like, what was it like with know. Pigpen? I'm I'm like I'm two steps back from everybody. I'm like people with pig pen. Who's that? I'm like, oh my god, let me turn you on some real music, boy. Right. You know, because one time somebody said to me, he's like, "Oh, Grateful Dad, that's just country music for people who like LSD." And I was like, "Well, what about pig pen then? You know, like, where do you put pig pen in that equation? Equation, you know? Here's a here's a guy who was the front man for this band because these guys were two geeking out, you know, beautiful musicians, but they were like, "Oh man, you go up and sing a song, right. man, I, you know, like Jerry and." Um, Pigpen could do it, and Pigpen's dad was a DJ apparently, so he knew all the race records apparently at the time. And people don't realize how revolutionary that was at that time. Late sixties, mid sixties, a band of freaks traveling around with illegal drugs, you know, and weird colors, right. and a guy fronting the band playing no, no, blue, black blues, blues tunes. Blues tunes. It's yep. crazy. People yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, "What is yeah. the circus has come to town?" You know, <laughs> right. it was dangerous. So <clears throat> that was what really attracted me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and hearing things like when I was a kid. And you know what? If you, know, you didn't want to <laughs> run off with the circus when you were right. a kid. The day. You weren't worth your salt. You I know? remember you know? going in the eighties. It was like there was more people outside the shows than inside the shows. But I had so fallen in love with the early Grateful Dead when Pigpen was around. You know, like I must have played before I knew that there was bootlegs. You know, I was like down at my local record store. This is before the internet, kids. You oh know? yeah, long like, before. I had to, you yeah. had to go, you know, make friends with people and get the bootlegs and actually on tapes. But I went down to the local record store and you could get Live Dead, which was the album that they put out. Yeah. You know? Yes. And it yeah. had that was like amazing. This crazy Dark Star Jam. You know, Eleven. Uh, you know, uh, St. Stephen, you know, and then it, it ended up with like Love Light, you know, and then to the feedback, and then and, and we bid you good night. Actually, we put and and you and, and we bid you good night <laughs> on the Bodhisattva Blues as the end closer. There you people, go. Some people got it, but of course, I stop and I say, you know, Jesus loves you the best, or you know, I say, hey, whatever your higher power is, you know, if it's Muhammad or Allah or you know, uh, you know, Yahweh or or you know, Shiva or what, hey, man, whatever you know, floats your boat, you know, a little more, you know, uh, socially, religiously, equanimical. You know, that's what the Dalai Lama says, this sort of religious yeah. harmony. Yeah. We people killing each other. We're supposed to have these religions to like have fun and and, and enjoy life. Not not kill each other. People. Well, I mean, and come on. I've, I've I've been fascinated for years, and 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 frightfully so. I yeah. mean, the fact Christianity, Judaism, and Islam these all come from the same exactly. damn book. See, see, I mean, it's the people of the book, and they even call them because they're all yeah. the father of Abraham. It's you know? absolutely it's like, the, yeah. It, and and then you it makes sense, right? Because brother on brother. Violence is the worst. That's right. Cain and Abel, you know, baby. I got a sister. All the way back like, down to the one. I got a sister who it would test the patience of Jesus, I'm mm. telling you. <laughs> I think we all have a sister. Well, all of us yeah. with sisters, right. perhaps. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> God bless right. them. God bless them. Yeah, God bless them. those sisters out there. If you're a sister out there, don't take offense. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. I've got the Reverend Freak Child in the studio uh, with me and Kurt. It's been great being here with you all. This yeah. afternoon. We, uh, I'm looking at the clock. I think I'm probably going to get one more song all out right. of you, and then we'll set you free, and you can go down to B-Side Records and get uh, get uh, things set up over there. What's that? Uh, now, again, you're saying set me free, my, you know, like that uh, Diana Ross. That was I was thinking of Sting. Free, free. free. Set he did a whole too. bodhisattva thing for a while. Yeah. I think I think Sting was a was was a, a it's a, a tall Buddhist order, practitioner. man. Yeah, you get into I said that for a like, while, <laughs> right? Exactly. You're like, whoa. 
apparently there was some llama that traveled around with the Grateful Dead. Like Bob Weir hired him, and he was like, "Quit," because he's like, "Dude, nobody is doing any meditating or work here. Everybody's just smoking and be like, Woo, yeah. cool man, Om Shanti." Uh, <laughs> meditation right, hey, man, is when you're on stage. stage. Right. That's yeah, and that that's begins. a moving meditation. That's, that's that wonderful. You know, oh really my great. gosh. So yeah, and music is definitely a, a conduit into the. Oh my gosh, I mean, I, thing. and even though I'm not a. I, I play a little bit, but not nothing that. Well, that, and you know. I have a respect for you playing the board. I, I did mm. a little bit of guest DJing back in Boulder at, mm. at uh, KGNU, and um, they have a blue show. I know hour. the station. I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with the station. Yeah. Right, right. Because you said you, you spent some time in, in Boulder. It's, uh, you know, with the, I guess it was the Arapaho up there and Chief. Chief left hand, Chief nylon. Anyway, sorry. Uh, tuning back into the... I digress. Right, I very digress. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so I have total respect for you guys because I've done some guest DJing. One of my friends was like, just play the board like an instrument. I was like, no, I'm not good at this, that instrument. Like, I play guitar all day long because I've been playing since a kid. Right. But, like, I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Like, you know, I have basic audio stuff for being a musician. Like, you know, the stuff's on. Okay, great. <laughs> we can hear something coming out of the speaker. You know? right, right. But it's an amazing thing. You're driving like you're, you're it's like a spaceship, man. Yeah, it's a little, little bit of an art to it like anything, oh, I guess. Definitely, so man. Yeah. Well, so, I love to do it and I'm 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 and this is one of the reasons why I love to do it. Me. I'm so glad that I can because I get to have these types of experiences yeah. with uh, people like you and get to share it with with our listeners. And, and I do. I seriously you know? thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for having me here because you know I'll I'll listen to these community stations and, and stations that are you know free form as they say or different formats and just randomly and it's like a DJ saved my life last night. Like sometimes you're <laughs> just like out there and you're feeling all alone. And this guy, you know, there's this guy. Uh, Glenn Gould that my mom's a big fan of classical pianist and apparently he he would go into recording sessions and he would even have the engineer leave because he thought the ultimate artist to audience ratio was one to zero like he was speaking to God right through his piano playing but I think a DJ is like that like I don't know if somebody's listening or not Mm. but I'm going to send this vibe out to the world, world you know and sometimes I'll tune in like that and be like this guy's just putting out a good vibe. Yeah. And he's kidding. You're connecting the songs to like a computer can't. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this dude recorded oh, on yeah. this thing in 1973. Oh, yeah. And then he came back in like in 83 and recorded with this other guy. But it was the same song. And you're like, oh, my God, that totally makes sense. You know, not you know, only on the practical level, but also spiritual level. Yeah. And I, I, I actually have the, the experience of that happening where, um, you know, musicians talk about being in the groove mm. uh, and, and runners or, or athletes flow, sometimes right. talk about being in the zone or in the flow or whatever. Well, I think that happens anytime you're doing something that you really like and and it doesn't happen all the time, but once in a while, and I've had that happen here uh, as, a, as a radio person yeah. where... I'll just, I don't know, it's just flowing and it just works. Nice. And I'll pick songs that I didn't even think might work together, but right. they totally did. Exactly. And I mean, it's just like, wow, it all worked, you yeah. know? and just working with what we got. They say co-creating with the universe, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, just going with the flow. And it's, it's right? a little disorienting for people out there. You know, it's like, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> it was going really fast and really slow. And it was like, there was no past and future. And I was like, yeah, man, you're in the flow. Wow, you're and in boy, the flow, and it's man. like, and, and that's, that's a nice place to be. Yeah, uh, and, and it's uh, like, of course, people keep. I, I ran after that through drugs for years. It was like, wow, right. I'm really spending a lot of money trying to. See right, flow. right. Turns out, turns out that doesn't work either. Right, and yeah. a little something. Hey, whatever, you know. But it's like, I just was out of my mind, you know. And I, I, I actually, uh, part of the uh, Master of Divinity that I'm working on in Europa is to do an internship, and I went up to rehab. And I mean, these kids are just suffering under these mm. opioids and. Mm. and Dude, back in the day, you know, it was like you had to pack a bowl or actually roll a joint. Here, it's like pop a pill, pop a pill, pop a pill. It's like, right. oh, and those are so strong. Oh my god, and the meth and the, you know, even just booze is so easy to, to drink. So, I just had to get off all of it, you know. And and I, it's a daily struggle. I wake up and have to, you know, 
pray, meditate. I was doing that today, just listening to the breeze blow. And it's so antithetical because you think, my New Yorker mind is always like, seriously, you're going to sit here and just breathe? Do you think that's going to do anything for you, dude? And it's like, well, yeah, thank it will, you actually. so much for that voice. Thanks for sharing. And you sit there for 20 minutes and then you're like, oh my God, where'd my anxiety and my fear and my frustration go? Like, it kind of left. And of course it comes back like, hey, here I am right here if you want to deal with it. And you're like, oh God. But it's very strange that just as humans we can just sit and be you know it's very strange i have a llama who says are you you human you human doing or are you you human being i was like dude interesting it, it's an advantage that you don't speak english very well you can see it from the outside like oh, yeah. right, that's very simple teaching so i met a guy in uh in in a train station in germany back in like 1989 hmm. i was i was living there at the time and and it's nice. a whole nother story the berlin wall and all this stuff and i was working for the u.s government and anyway oh, das but, is good. I, but yeah that's <laughs> good yeah and uh anyway i met this uh, guy named chris christian who was who was emigrating from east eastern germany hmm. trying to get to lonsdale london Oh, weird! And uh, I yeah. met him in the in the Munich train station, and he didn't speak very good English. And he asked me, I speak very good German, and and mm. but he asked me if I would speak English to him to try to help him because we were just sitting in the train station right, waiting right, right. for a train. And he said to me, he was we were talking about uh, being in bed or being asleep, and he said, "Do you sleeping or do you awake?" <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love that. Sometimes and I, and in translation, I, and it, you it just totally be, brought it back right. to me with your your comment before. I thought that's sort of the it same. It takes thing like an there. outsider to like look in on the language, and we're like, wow, we use this language, and like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Are you sleeping? Like, am I awake? And of course, that's a big Buddhist thing. Like, are you awake? Right, right. Well, we're awake this afternoon, or at least, or at least reasonably so. And uh, I'm awake enough to look at the clock and say, I've got time for one more from right. the Reverend Freak Child. Let's do it, man. I am absolutely thrilled that you came down this afternoon. Oh, great, and to, great to be here with you all. Oh, my God. Very nice. You know, it was really nice hanging. And and uh, I hope people are just out there enjoying their summer, man. You know, listening and, and, uh, and loving. And, well, I'm and looking at my little little map here and, and there's certainly lots and lots of dots all over the wow. map and these are the people that are listening online I don't know how many people are listening over the traditional airwaves I'm hoping that there are plenty yeah, uh, we right have on. a reasonably uh, decent listenership well, to this show listen but, to you know, KOPN yeah. and, and if you need some more Reverend Freak Child just type that into your electronic synthonic replicator you know some, some tunes and well, videos and things will come up you know? yeah let, let's do a song and before you leave we'll get contact information sure. and all that other kind of stuff right. and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll do our proper goodbyes awesome well you know since we've been talking about a little bit of Buddhist stuff and Dharma teachings. This is a tune that I wrote. Um, there's these these four things that turn one's mind towards the Dharma, and the Dharma is really like the Buddhist teachings, but it's really like the nature of reality. Yeah, just and life in the world. Exactly, and that's exactly what it is. First is life, precious human life. You know, we have this precious human life. We think, oh, what a drag, man. But it's like, actually, they say that. It's like the whole world was water, and there was one little yoke. You know how they used to have put yokes on like uh, mules and stuff. I guess they still do. You know, like a collar farming out here. But yeah. then when there's one yoke on the whole planet, and a turtle every ten thousand years comes up and put its head through it. It's like that's what the rarity of having a human birth. This was said a long time ago, but you know, this is like before there was eight and that billion, was no yoke, right? <laughs> eight billion people on the planet, but still, you know, it's precious human life if you make if you make something out of it, right? And then the next yes. one is that yeah. is impermanence. You know, it's mm. like you know everything that arises ceases. You know, kind of thing. Um, and then there's uh, karma, and 
then there's uh, samsara. But those are other things. This is not a teaching. This is not Sunday. What is it? Saturday? Here? It's hey, Saturday. I yeah. don't know what you expected to have the reverend in. Are you going to a little <laughs> preaching, a little teaching? Hallelujah. Amen. I'll lay your hands on the radio, people. It's going to be all right. I love it. I love it all. I wrote myself called uh, uh, All I Got Is Now. <laughs> Tripping all night long, yeah. Trying to figure out uh, what might go wrong, yeah. When I'm waking up, yeah, and my mind's a mess, oh. That's cause I keep forgetting life's uh, all preciousness, yeah. Cause uh, yesterday's our history, uh, miles out of mystery, yeah. All I got is now. But I keep forgetting that somehow. Yeah. Well, well, let's all face it. We all gotta die. Yeah. Ain't nobody come back from that except maybe Jesus on high. Yeah. All precious impermanence. Got an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Just gotta live my life. Yeah. And oh, stop asking why. Yeah. Cause uh. Yes, it is a history, uh, to miles out of mystery, all I got is now, but I keep forgetting that somehow, yeah, well now, getting what you want, uh, ah, that's just, ah, Seeking God in yourself, that's just kind of emptiness, yeah. But if you can want uh, just what you get, uh, that's the best thing that my llama said, yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, yes, the days of history, uh, to miles out of mystery, all I got is now, but I keep forgetting that somehow. Well, just remember whatever you might do, good, bad, or beautiful, gonna come back on you, yeah. So you find yourself a real hellish place. Better appeal to the better angels of your being and move on through that space, yeah. Cause uh, yesterday's our history, uh, miles out of mystery. All I got is now. Yeah, I say, uh, yes, it is a history, uh, to miles out of mystery, all I got is now, yeah, I say, uh, yes, it is a history, uh, to miles out of mystery, all I got is now, yeah, all we got is now, I say, everything is now, man. The Reverend Free Child. Right on, right on, right on. It's a pleasure being hanging with you today, man. Great, uh, you know, catching up, conversation, all that stuff. And I hope everybody was enjoying, you know. And uh, yeah, just, you know, enjoy your life, man. And take care of each other, man. It's going to be all right, right? It's going to be all right. That's one we're going to play here on the way out. Before we do that, we're going to yeah. talk about 
websites, contact sure, sure. information. How do people get a hold of you if they want to check you out or say hi or get you yeah. to play a gig, whatever? There's a, a website. Uh, the label is treatedandreleaseRecords.com. That's treatedandreleaseRecords.com. <laughs> you know, I you hear that it. on the news. He was treated and released. We thought that was a funny uh, like title. It. But I yeah, like if it. you just type in Reverend Freak, Freak Child, like a freak child and Reverend, yeah, something will pop up. Videos and uh, music and all kinds of fun stuff. Very good. Easy to find him out there in the world. The Reverend Freak Child, pleasure to have him in the studio with us this afternoon. It was awesome, great music, and a wonderful uh, conversation. Um, you can catch him in about a half an hour at B-Side Records. That's 1122 Wilkes Boulevard right here in lovely Columbia, Missouri. We're probably going to scoot down there in a little bit ourselves. i got to roll uh, until about 6 o'clock here. And uh, i got a couple things I want to talk to you all about. We'll talk uh, about some of the things that are happening in town tonight other than the Reverend Free Child. There's actually other things happening, even though it's sort of an all-Reverend day here at the station. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, well, God bless everybody. and Thank you so much, my man. All right, man. Take care. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Right on, right on. <clears throat> hey, and yeah, we'll, uh, we next time you come through town, obviously, right? Yeah, cool, so, cool. All right, cool. All right, uh, let's play one so I can say goodbye, and uh, I'll talk to you all in just a few minutes. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. We're streaming on the web, kopn.org. This is the Reverend Free Child. It's going to be all right.
The Reverend Freak Child. What a thrill. You know I like the harmonics on that. How cool. I oh, like I, the I, when, when he was playing Kurt, I was like, Kurt's got to be completely digging this. <laughs> In fact, you were looking at it. Hey, that was like, a great dark star. You know, I couldn't believe it. A steel guitar. Amazing. Tell you what. Yeah. If uh, any Jerry Bear fans out there, you know, hope you had a load of that one. It was great. It was fun to, fun to listen to and fun to watch. And uh, yeah, here at Open Mic Radio. It's about 535 on Saturday, the 7th of August. Really fun show this afternoon. Really fun to have the Reverend Freak Child down in the studio with us this afternoon. Yeah. And yeah, he's heading down to B-Side Records. And uh, if you've in about a half an hour, he's playing yeah, he'll be there. In, he'll be there, you know, in a half an hour. And uh, I don't. I think it's gonna be a rel- relatively short set. But you never know. A guy like him can just play all night. It just depends on how long the the uh, the store wants him wants him to play. I think so. Anyway, Reverend Freechild down there at B-Side Records, eleven twenty-two Wilkes Boulevard in Columbia. You can go down there and check it out. It's a free uh, free set this afternoon. And then back here in the studio with my friend Chris Perrier uh, on uh, Blues on Broadway. That's eight o'clock tonight, eight to eleven. I'm not sure exactly how much time the Reverend will spend with Chris, but uh, I think they're they're friends, and I imagine they'll have a good time uh, tonight as well. So uh, I'll be tuning in. I hope you do. Two, okay. So, what do you think, uh, Kurt? We better talk about what's happening around town tonight. There are some other things happening. Um, Blue Note, Flatland Cavalry. Know anything about them? Flatland Cavalry? <laughs> no, Cavalry. I thought you said Cavalry. Flatland Cavalry. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> yeah, what, a, that's what that's what a we different call, kind. Of, that's that's what we call corn. That's <laughs> Flatland Cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the Flatland Cavalry, and, and with Kyle Nix, and that's N I X. What time's that show? That's uh, about seven eight. No, nine o'clock show, eight o'clock nine. doors at the Blue Note. All right. They probably don't. They probably are trying not to compete with their with their pals or their rows. Um, that's which, a low calorie show. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> All right, tonight. <coughs> oh, you know. Uh, tonight is the battle of the bands that we that we talked about last week. Ah, remember? All, yes. Okay, so tonight we've got there's a lot of armor involved. Con Man Economy. We got yep. uh, Elephant Foot, Ruby Lane, the Barroom Billies, all of which we sort of featured on the program last week. We heard songs from all those people, and I have to say, I, you know, I shouldn't I shouldn't say because the show's not coming up, and no one's listening anyway that would really be voting. I don't think, but but, but they I, are uh, ra- it, uh, raising money, correct? They're for, raising money uh, for less fortunate and yes, uh, they're called. You know. Flourish is the, is Help the name. Help our brothers and sisters out. Yes, absolutely. It's a great uh, uh, event and a good cause. And I like Elephant Foot. Okay, I didn't say that. Right. Um, uh, t- Tuesday, August 10th at Rose, there's a, an artist named Struggle Jennings. I, 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 I don't know what to make of it because the image that I'm looking at... Uh, Looks like a like a WWF wrestler is like a man Don't with not without a shirt on. And he's very very strong looking and he's tattooed and he's making a very evil grimacing face. Looks very mean and angry. 
So I don't know what struggle that's Jennings part might of the be, struggle. but that's part of it, I guess. The struggle is real. You know that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, live music. Uh, the blue, f- uh, the blue fugue. I almost had a cr- crazy flashback there. The blue stooges. Uh, they performed last night. Uh, I'm sorry. The Blue Stooges are performing. Okay, let me back up here. Okay, the Blue Stooges are performing today at Cooper's Landing. That's six o'clock until nine o'clock down there by the river, and that'll be a lot of fun. You got uh, good blues music happening down there at Cooper's Landing this afternoon. They're playing again uh, next Friday at the Les Bourgeois uh, Summer Music Series, and that's down at the A-Frame. Nice down there in Rochport. They get they get some great gigs down there. Uh, last night and they tend to be on Friday night, so I don't get to say too much about them unless somebody was out there and knows um, something about what happened and how the show was. I'd love it if you gave us a call here. Whatever you did, if you were out and about last night and you saw live music, give me a call here at the station five seven three four four three eight two five five. Let me know uh, what what you saw and what it was like. But last night, August sixth, uh, the Big Bang Brass Quintet. Uh, played out there at the A-frame. And John Galbraith and his trio were supposed to play tomorrow, but that show's been canceled for for whatever reason. So uh, the Roachport General Store, I keep thinking they're gonna they're gonna start up with music again, but every time I go to the website, no dice. So nothing at the Roachport store. The dive bar, uh, who are doing a great job of bringing live music back to Columbia. Um, Tonight, flyover country, eight to eleven, and right. I think Dennis Lane maybe maybe sitting in with them, but uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, anyway, dive bar tonight, flyover country, and uh, Sunday another nice outdoor venue. Yeah, they got a great patio there now. They turned that whole volleyball area into into like. And it should be a good bricks. night for it. Awesome. Everything's going to cool off right now. You know, it's amazing how cool the summer has been. I mean, uh, July and June and even... I mean, we've had a few hot days, but not much. For uh, for a summer in in mid-Missouri, it's been been reasonably mild. All right. um, Okay, that's the dive bar. Cooper's Landing, we talked about that. Blue Stooges, that's happening in just about half an hour. Nope, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is. (laughs) Okay. And Catfish Katie's. Yep. Cody Percival. Tonight... And I don't know what time. Um, I bet people got time to get there, though. Oh, you get in your uh, car I'm right sorry. now, Columbia. I, I think I mean, they've had music all day, as a matter of fact. It looks like they had music starting at 3, and they had Cody Percival followed by Mick Bird and Back Ro- uh, I'm sorry, Mick Bird and the Back Road Band. Uh, uh, load the kids up now, folks. Yep. You're two hours late. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they'll be going all the way till 9 o'clock, though, tonight out at Catfish Katie's. All right. All right. If you know something else is happening tonight or if I missed it, please, honestly, feel free. Give me a call, 573-443-8255, and we'll be glad to share your event or uh, whatever it is that you might want to. Now, wanna... coming up soon <laughs> at uh, Cooper's, don't we have uh, Deke Dickerson Thursday night. Like Thursday I'm night. so excited say. about it. Yeah, in we, fact, I'm going to play we some We Deke. don't want to plug them next week. We want to let them know now. We're going to do it right now, yeah. Um, coming up Thursday the 12th, uh, Deke Dickerson, you Columbia native. Like, there you go. Oh, it's man. It's going to be a rare treat. And he's also uh, a veteran programmer here at KOPN. He's been, uh, well, not, not for a long time, but Deke. He kind of cut his teeth here in Columbia and did some radio for a while when he was when he was living this way. But anyway, he's uh, quite a quite a name now out there in the in the rockabilly scene. And 
Um, I'm sure Big Cat Matt Deal will be down there at Cooper's Landing uh, watching the show as well. And you can catch Matt next Saturday, uh, the second Saturday of every month, Rockabilly Corner, same time, same place, just won't be me, but you'll love it anyway. Uh, Matt Deal and the yeah. Rockabilly Corner. Awesome stuff next Saturday, 4 to 6. And then I'll be back on the 21st. Me and Kurt will be, 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 be back here. And uh, yeah, we'll do it then. But don't miss Deep So Dickerson. please turn in any, tune in anyway, folks. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I really encourage people to listen to Matt, Matt's show. I, no, 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 I was talking about us being back on the 21st. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, please come back and listen to us, too. But, but um, for, for Matt, I, I, I love uh, actually listen, listening to Matt's show. My, I have two neighbors. Um, well, I, have, I have about six neighbors, but out of my neighbors, there are two of uh, very close friends of mine, uh, Ron and Bruce, and we tend to get together. And listen to Big Cat Matt show live, and we'll open He's a bottle of wine, or we'll or we'll drink some beers or whatever, and we and we just love to listen to his show, show. Yep. and and he will crack you up too. Oh, Trust yeah. me, it is. Last time I listened to him, he was funny. playing a lot of Deke. It's actually, funny. Oh, he loves Deke. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. All right. So uh, speaking of Deke Dickerson, let's do it right now. We've got uh, only about yeah 17 minutes of the show left so i better get get going with it here this is deep river deke dickerson you can catch him live thursday night i'm not sure i'll find out at the break here and i'll tell you what time that show is going to be down there at cooper's, cooper's um, on thursday but cooper's landing next thursday deke dickerson oh yeah here's a little sample of what you might be hearing
Yeah, little Deke Dickerson. Uh, Thursday night, you can catch Deke down there at Cooper's Landing. I'll be down there, and Matt Deal will be down there, and I'm sure a bunch of our pals will be down there. So, love to see you and say hello. <clears throat> All right, it is. Uh, a beautiful spot. Oh, I need to turn your mic on. Sorry, Kurt. Hello. Hi. I'm, I'm just not, saying I'm it's not, a beautiful place having, to see music. I'm not used music. to having a partner like, in the studio with me. I always got to and I lo- and trust me, uh, um, um, just to make it official. So I tell the listeners, Kurt's going to be here with me regularly if 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 he if he likes coming down here because he uh, he's a great addition to the program and I like that he plays the intros and bumper music and he also has a well, lot I'm of knowledge of music and gets Thank to talk me, with. Our guests. So anyway, yeah, um, Kurt Kitson in the studio with me, and you can expect that, uh, you know, in the future. So, um, but your listeners might have a different idea. So we should like leave that up to like you should open up the phone lines and have a little like you <laughs> right. know they all go yeah, if, like, if you want to yeah, use a bomb. Let's have a phone right now. <laughs> no, that's like, the last thing we like the do. old SNLs, right? Remember, just like all right now, just like if everything. You see the skit again, just like everything else in the country. Now there's no democracy involved here. Okay, we're just going totally just like the rest of the country. So, uh, yeah, we just do what we want here on Radio Orbit. Wait, no, it's open mic radio. My Freudian slip is showing. It's all having a good time. It's all about <laughs> good time. So, Deke Dickerson, one more time. He'll be here, uh, Cooper's Landing, on uh, Thursday. Thursday, the 12th of August. And I think, though, it is a solo show. I think he's going to be there with his wife, who is also a very skilled and talented musician. And I think they'll be doing it. That would you know, be a duo. I if think, his wife is with him, right? That is a okay, duo, yeah. so, Mike. Okay, so they'll be doing a unless duo. unless it's her by herself. I, well, I'm not sure if she'll be performing with him, is what I was thinking. But I, but if they do perform together, it will be the Deke Dickerson duo, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, it'll be great because the guy's super talented, and regardless of what they do down there, I'm sure it'll be good. So um, maybe check that out. All right. Uh, We've got about 12 minutes left of the program. I'll leave the phones open one more, uh, well, for a few more minutes here. 573-443-8255 if you'd like to say hi. Sure enjoyed the program today. I hope you liked the Reverend Freak Child playing some wonderful music there and really pretty damn skilled guitar player. You know, I used to actually play with somebody here at a place called uh, the Down Under Bar. Really? Here in Columbia? Yep. yep. And he was went, it down where Cherry Street Artisan used to be or something? Or what? Or, uh yeah, by the quarry and Oh, uh, that the was quarry, the, the yeah, No, that was the old uh the, the down under bar. Yeah, and then it was called the uh the the, the the Sapphire Lounge. Anyway, he, after that, yeah. After yep. Yeah. Anyway, he was known as Freak Boy. <laughs> you know? Reverend Freak Boy. And yeah. there was no Reverend involved, trust uh-huh. me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, the but I enjoyed the Reverend Freak Child. I did too. I, sure. I, I thought he was. I thought he was a lot cool. Of fun. And, and it was a and great Dark Star. Very, very good. I don't know the last time I heard Jerry play Dark Star. Actually, yeah, I, well, I do. But that was a few lemonades ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's another story, Mike. Yeah, that's a whole other story. All right, keep drinking the lemonade, everybody. All right, and, and uh, <clears throat> stick around, Rashumba. And a reggae party coming up from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock here on KOPN. Just keep it dialed in here. And uh, you can hear some wonderful roots rock and reggae music coming up in just about 10 minutes or so. After that, Chris Prier and Blues on Broadway, the Reverend Freak Shot will be back visiting with, with uh, Chris sometime during his program. And we'll also be performing uh, a free uh, set of music down at B-Side Records. B-Sides, right? Yeah, 1122 Wilkes Boulevard. 12 minutes. 
I bet he doesn't get going in 12 minutes. Well, I bet he takes him to about 6.15 because he's going to... He might take the he, long way he's home. He's going to take the long way home. He's going to wait for us to get down there so we can see him too. <laughs> so, um, well, uh, what else? I got I got too much time here. I could play a couple more songs. What else should we talk about? We got five more minutes before we got to roll out of here. You should probably grab your guitar because we gotta you gotta get ready to do our do our thing. bumper, our outro. All right, we but can not do that. quite yet. We got another few minutes for that. But I'm just saying, man, you better you better be on it. Better well, get, right. All right, if you're gonna put me on the spot. <laughs> well, all right. that's part of your job now, man. Okay, so I got right. one of those. You know those. Uh, Maybe you want to play something. You want to play a little something on the way out. Well, I will when we get time to that. But yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, you know those little like uh, challenges, right? Oh yeah. The little like uh, what's the ice water challenge and the, you know what I'm talking about? The ice yeah, they challenge. dump, they dump yeah, a yeah, bucket yeah. ice over your water. I got a challenge head. for all your listeners. I don't know. You ready? Yeah. All right. All right. It's gonna be a tough one. No, it's not really. <laughs> all right. What I want is three random acts of kindness every day to your fellow neighbors and citizens. For one week. Just one week. That's it. Well, try to keep it going if you can. Well, yeah. You know, well, you, hey, how about till we get back on the 21st? But you're asking for a week. I'm, at, I'm asking. Yeah. Just ask for a week. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I think that's... Yeah, that's not... I think, I, yeah, we should all be trying to do week, stuff like that. That's, you know... I agree. All anyway. right. Yes, I agree. It's a great It's a great uh, idea. And, and I, I thought that would go... The Reverend would probably like The Reverend that. would appreciate that. Right? Yeah. Um, I wonder if Deke would, though. I, maybe he would, but I'm going to play one more from Deke Dickerson here because we've got time to, and then we'll come back and wrap it up with uh, my pal Kurt Kitson, and we'll have one more from and then Rashumba. Yeah, but we'll have we'll have one last one from Reverend Freakchild uh, before we leave. So, all right, uh, this one is Big Guitar, and it's uh, Deke Dickerson once big, again. Big Guitar. Yeah, Thursday at Cooper's. You can check big this dude guitar. out. going my way Y'all going my way?
got my moonshine and a big shotgun. Up north they build you up just to put you down. Well, they say I'm just a hick with a big loud mouth. I can't believe what they say. Hey, are you going south? Hey. You girls going south? Wait for me now. Cause I got me a shine. Moonshine. There's one last one from Deke Dickerson. Again, catch him Thursday night at uh, Cooper's Landing. All right, it's Mike, and you have been listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Been a pleasure being with you. Get a hold of me and uh, send me your music. We'll get you here on the air, and we'll share your music with other people. I'm on the web at Mike Hagan, M-I-K-E-H-A-G-A-N, MikeHagan.com. And you can also get a hold of me right here at the radio station here at KOPN, 915 East Broadway, down in Columbia, Missouri. And, uh, yeah, we'll be gone next week. Catch Big Cat Matt with Rockabilly Corner, 4 to 6. And stick around for Rashumba and a reggae party. Great rock roots and reggae coming up in uh, just a few minutes. All right, back at you in a couple weeks. Enjoy yourselves in between now and then. Stay safe, and we'll catch you all later.
flaws and game, obscured in fame, praise and blame and pleasure and pain, into the sea of equanimity. <laughs> 